Hello, and welcome to Be The Light Now Radio on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm your host, Reverend Michael. It has been an amazing eight-year journey that we've been on together. The last two years, I've been on hiatus, rediscovering myself, so I can continue to help you. Coming to you live from Costa Rica, it's been one heck of an adventure. We're bringing to you the best psychics, mediums, healers. You have questions, we have the answers. All is not lost. Don't give up hope. We're back, and we're here to help. Pick up the phone, give us a call. You have nothing to lose, and so much more to gain. So tell your friends about us, and tell your family to tune in. I've been on an amazing adventure and I'm about to bring you on it with me. Oh, hello everybody. Hopefully you all can hear me. We had some last minute technical issues, so you know, just do the best that you can with everything and uh, hopefully everything is going to work out okay and, and of course, Blog Talk Radio was like giving me a hard time trying to call in and dial in and connect. And it's like, okay, it's all good. Tranquilo. It's all going to be good tonight. Um, and if you're looking at um, Facebook Live, we I tried connecting with my guests and we were having uh, lag time issues and um, other little problems going on. So I was like, okay, this isn't going to work tonight. So that's why you have my beautiful face as usual on here, but um, that's good. It's all good. You know, we just go with the flow and, and do the best we can. He was looking forward to being on the video, but instead he called into blog talk so we can go ahead and take your calls this way. So hopefully everybody can go ahead and hear me. Um, you know, if you have any issues, can't hear anything because of course we have to use a different um, technique on calling into blog talk. Um, they have something else in the back end where you can just go ahead and call via the computer instead of through Skype. So that managed to let me connect, but um, I couldn't see the settings for the microphone and the other parts. Hopefully everybody's going to be able to hear me on um, Facebook Live. Okay. Well, you know me. I just go with the flow with the technology and there we go. Okay. But, you know, I used to panic all the time. I'm like, oh, no, 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 can't panic. Got to take it easy and be um, be relaxed and tranquilo and just go through everything. And um, It's taken me a challenge to do that. But that's part of uh, of the spiritual growth that we go through is, is learning to face the challenges and the obstacles ahead of us. Towards, um, you know, so I just go ahead and go with the flow and figure out how to get it all working 
And if you listen on Blog Talk Radio, the chat room is open. So I have the chat room there and the comment section on the Be Live Now video, Facebook Live video. So it can have the little question and answers um, in there. So if you want to post any questions, um, go ahead and do that. And I'll open up the studio lines as well so people can go ahead and call in. Um, I'm going to open up. Hello. Okay, hopefully everything will be better now. I've got it through Skype, so um, I'm hopefully that uh, will work better. Let's see. No, uh, Christine, he had to go ahead. We couldn't do video. He was lagging behind uh, big time. We had a really bad connection, and it kept freezing up on us. It could have been on my end. I don't know. You know, it's those challenges that Spirit goes ahead and throws a curveball to where it's like, uh, okay, we're going to see how you handle this one. Um, and you know, I would panic before and I'd be like, Oh no, 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 I'm stressed, but no, it's all peaceful. It's all calm. It's all good. You know? So let me see if I, if, um, I can hear what is going on here now. Okay. Hi there. Hello. I have you finally. Yes. Hey, excellent. So everything's working. <laughs> yes. I don't, I have no idea what was going on, but uh, it was, you know, I guess Spirit was just wanting to go ahead and test my uh, patience. It's been doing a lot of that this week. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, I tried to go ahead and bring you on, and, and I couldn't hear you. So I'm like, okay, there's there's something wrong on on my end. So. Okay, well, I'm glad we have it figured out. Yes. So, hello, Sean, and welcome to the show. Um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you for having me. Um well, my name is Sean, obviously, and I would like to classify myself as a spiritual advisor or life coach. And I'm a natural-born psychic, I would say. I've been using my ability for over 15 years and trying to live a more simpler life and utilizing my talent to try and help others because I've had to basically help myself through many challenges and struggles. And I utilize my natural gift along with the tarot. But I try not to rely too much on those divination tools. I really try to focus more on my natural-born gift. And, and that's a little bit about me. So um, how can everyone reach you? Well, I, I do have a website. Uh, it's uh, seanp.tk. And I try to stay away from a lot of social media. So unfortunately, I don't have a lot of those outlets but uh, feel free to visit my website if anyone would like to get a hold of me. 
Okay. And how did you first know about your abilities? I think I was about uh, maybe seven or eight, and I started having a lot of, I guess, prophetic dreams or dream walking, as a lot of people refer it to. And I would have a lot of predictions that I would tell my family, and at first they wouldn't really believe me until later things started to, to really happen. For example, when I was about, I would say, 15 or so, we had this this friend in our family who recently got a motorcycle or a four-wheeler, and I had this dream that he was chasing after me in this this really dark, morbid kind of image. He had his left eye missing. His jaw was removed. It was quite traumatic at a young age. And I, I told everybody, but nobody believed me. So a couple of days later, he went out on this, this ride, and he ended up having an accident. And his, his left eye was completely detached. His jaw was detached, just as I'd seen it in the dream. And kind of after that moment, it sort of hit me that the dreams that I'm having aren't just coincidence. There, there's something much more. Did we lose you? Uh, I think I'm here still. Okay. Yeah, all of a sudden everything went quiet there for a second, and I didn't know if I'd lost you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we're still good. Yeah, dreams can be uh, rather me. interesting. Yes. Okay. And you also do um, homeopathic healing? Yeah, I like to try and and really focus more on sort of the natural methods of healing and trying to focus on healing the body and the mind as well as the soul. And I have gone through a lot of struggle with with health and and losing weight and being healthy. And for such a long time, I was very overweight. So I switched to a plant-based diet. And not only was I practicing a plant-based diet that helped me to lose about 140 pounds, but I was also really encouraged and drawn to the idea of, of healing the body, the mind, and the soul all together because, you know, just losing weight isn't always enough to really heal the entire part of yourself. So was it hard for you to go ahead and switch over to a plant-based diet? It was at first, but I, I try to view it as sort of a habitual situation. You know, we learn to eat unhealthy so we can learn to eat healthy. And it was a challenge for a very long time when I was growing up, being very overweight and eating a lot of unhealthy food and, you know, struggling with understanding myself in a spiritual way. I was also having a hard time with my weight. So switching to plant-based gradually started by being vegetarian and then later being vegan. So it, it really helped, I think, but it, it was a struggle altogether at the beginning. Yeah, it's definitely not easy switching um, switching over to a plant-based diet. No, it's, so, no, it's, it's um, a bit I've of a challenge. Through that challenge. Yeah. Do so you want to go ahead and uh, grab a call and see who we can help out? And then we'll... Um, ask you some more questions and find out more about you. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Okay. Let's bring on area code 248. You're on the air. Um, hello. 
Hello. Hello. Hi. Yes. How can we help you? I, I, uh, I just had a question. I had a best friend I've been doing for eight years. Um, she was with me here in Georgia, but then she went back to um, her hometown, Michigan. Uh, we kind of had a relationship. Um, will we ever reconnect? And I want to know if she still has feelings for me. Hi, I want to thank you so much for your question. It was really interesting when you were about to mention this this specific subject. I actually felt that there was some kind of relationship problem. I felt a lot of pain in your heart. And I know that this has been such a challenging situation for you, not only being able to try to function, you know, without this person, but feeling like there's a part of you that's sort of lost in this whole situation and I've gone through a very similar thing recently as well. I really feel that there there is a possibility here that both of you will reconnect. However, I don't think it's going to be in any kind of close romantic situation. I really feel that it's going to be maybe friends or trying to reestablish some kind of friendship connection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. Let us know how everything goes for you, okay? Okay. Thank you. That's always the hard part um, with uh, relationship issues. Yeah, it's it's very challenging. And often when I'm doing readings for clients and they ask me those kind of specific, really hard-to-answer questions, it's really hard to answer. But I try to give people a little bit of hope, even if I don't see things going as the way they planned. Yeah, a lot of times um, that's the the hard part is people don't understand, um, you know, the relationship is ended and we have to go ahead and let that go. And a lot of times people are like, well, I want to reconnect with them. You know, I really miss them. Um, a lot of times we have to figure out how to go ahead and go forward without that energy in our lives. And that's that's the challenging part. Yeah, it's incredibly difficult, you know, especially because I have such a understanding of, of what she was going through because I'm also going through the same thing fairly recently. And it's a challenge. And no matter how many times we lose somebody, we have to constantly remind ourselves that there was a reason that person was in our life. And it could have been a good reason, could have been a bad reason, but ultimately there was a lesson there. And that lesson is to help guide us to the next step, the next journey of our life. So nothing happens, you know, just by chance or by random coincidence. forward, but it's important to go ahead and put and say, okay, that's part of my past. I have to make way for something better in the future that's going to be coming up. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. So that's why, um, you know, for me, as you've seen on my Facebook um, or anywhere else online, you know, my life's an open book for so many people because, um, you know, they, they everyone feels I'm the only one going through this. You know, it's just me doing it. 
and it's um, it's a bit of a challenge. And um, like I said, after my partner died, you know, I was like, you know, what do I do? And um, you know, everyone was so worried. And I thought, you know, I've got to keep moving forward. So it was uh, two weeks later is when I met Ed and um, people were like, are you sure you're okay? Well, you know, what are you doing? You, you shouldn't be doing this. It's like, why not? You know, I'm moving forward in my life. I can't do anything with the past. You know, uh, you know, we were together 18 years and he's crossed and he's not suffering, but, you know, he would want me to move forward. And that's what I'm doing. I found somebody and, get, uh, you know, have that spiritual connection. You know, and if you sit there and uh, and wait without taking the challenges, you know, you're losing out on so many opportunities. Yeah, I agree. It's it's always important to remember that we have these experiences for some kind of reason. And if we lose someone to death, obviously we we have to remind ourselves exactly what you were saying, that we have to continue moving forward, that, you know, their life may have ended, but ours isn't and, and we we must carry on hmm. well even if it's just a breakup and not necessarily um, a death we still have to keep on moving forward and realize you know like I said that that person's not in our lives anymore but we have to go ahead and keep on moving forward and make ways for the uh, for the future because something better is about to happen yeah I've been trying to remind myself that this this past couple of days you know for example my my partner of of two years uh you know recently departed from our relationship he you know felt that it wasn't the right thing to do anymore there wasn't that love there anymore and it was it was traumatizing to me but the last couple of days I've been trying to pull myself together and remember my practice and remember that this isn't the end of of life we can still keep going and we can still take new opportunities. Yeah, and make uh, make way for um, for something even better in your life. Most definitely. So let's see. Let me go ahead. We'll grab another call here. Okay. We're on air code one oh. two. You're on the air. Hi, uh, this is Karen from Chicago. Uh, um, thank you for sharing um, your uh, experiences about moving forward. I, I kind of feel that in my life as well, but uh, applied to a different area. Um, I um, uh, was working at a temp agency, it's a temp assignment, and the lady started asking me to do other. I went for reception, and they asked me to, you know, go start driving all over the place, and then they wanted me to do the laundry with some type of um, restoration company. But um, uh, eight, uh, I, when I did bring it to the agency, they cut me. But they had already known. The, the lady had complained about me not driving. I, I don't drive, so. Um, do you see another assignment or another project for me coming up? Thank you so much for your question. I, I find it interesting that I can almost feel the question before it's asked. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to say that Whenever I first heard your voice, I instantly heard that you're going to get a new job. And that was the first message that I felt delivered to you because I feel like you are such a hard worker and where you enjoy your freedom, you really are someone who dedicates themselves fully to a position and you're not afraid to take on any new projects. But I really feel that the first thing that was coming to me was she's going to get a new job. Spirit was telling me she's getting a new position. So I want to say that within the next uh, uh, two weeks, I'm being told that 
either two days or two weeks, you are going to be getting either a new project or a new job entirely because I feel a messenger okay. is arriving to you very soon that's going to give you better better pay is what I'm being told, more money. So. Oh, yes. Yes, this, this assignment was very low. I took it anyway, but um, it was more problems than it was worth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I feel you're definitely going to be getting a new position for sure. Okay. Do you, did the agency know that this was a problem assignment? That they know it's not me? <laughs> yes, I actually do feel that there was another person either before you or someone that they had you connected with that was also a part of this project previously, and I feel that they're quite yeah. aware of how intense this was. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so they know it's not me. Okay. Okay. Will, yeah, definitely Will not they you. be the ones? Will they be the ones to find me something else or at least someone else? I'm actually feeling that they are going to present you with a brand new sort of project or opportunity, but I'm actually feeling that there's going to be someone through another system or another company that's going to step forward and and kind of offer you a new position entirely. So you're going to have to really choose between two opportunities, whether to stay with this company or to take on this brand new uh, project with someone entirely new. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. So it's a nice surprise. That sounds good. That's a nice surprise, yes. Yes. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I'll keep moving forward. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. So how long have you um, been doing the uh, this full-time for work? Well, I have been on a very interesting journey with my career, I, I guess. I started off practicing reading for people when I was really young, and I sort of did it for fun, parties and at friends' houses and things like that. And I really started trying about the age of 18, like really wanting to make this into something I could do full time and working on two different uh, websites at the time, one in which I'm still currently a part of but it's it's been about i want to say five four or five years i've been really trying to dedicate and, and work very passionately to to make something of what i really love so it's it's been a lovely journey and not only do i work doing readings for people online but i also connect with people in person uh, specifically in my area there is uh, what they call an art walk it's like a fun little event every first friday uh, in Oklahoma City, and I read for people on the roadside. I have a little tent and I have a sign, and uh, we do really cheap tarot readings. And it's amazing the connections that I've been able to make with those people. And, and my career continues to grow with this, and I'm very humbled and and grateful for it. It's always nice doing the um, the little street events. Yeah, it's always so fun. You meet so many people, and it's amazing how many uh, skeptics that you read for, and, and people come in, and they're not so sure about it, but then all of a sudden, you kind of change their perception on spirituality, and, and you make them kind of think about their life entirely different just by a small session. Yeah, I used to love when um, I would do little events and get somebody who was skeptic, and um, even had my own church, and still have it, but I'd go up and do gallery readings. And we'd invite people over once a week, and you know it was uh, always open door. And it's interesting when um, 
you know, someone's partner, girlfriend, boyfriend would bring them in and they're sitting there with a the cold blank on their, on their face. It's just, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't believe in any of this. And you start telling them things and, and doing the little readings and all of a sudden they're, they sit back and they relax more and they're like, wow, how did you know this? It's like, well, that's yeah, what spirits want. Yeah, I always love people. Now, are you a medium, too, or just um, doing um, um, psychic work? Well, when when I first started practicing and in, in kind of doing this full-time, I, I really stuck with, with the tarot. I really sort of kept it very tarot-based. But what a lot of people didn't realize is that I can read mostly clairvoyantly, clairaudient, clairsentient. So there's a lot of clairs that I sort of combine together, and I try to connect with each and every one of them in some kind of way. And it's always very different, very unique between each individual. Sometimes I do a reading for someone and I'm getting all these images and visuals. And another time I'll do a reading and all I do is hear things. I just, I hear things. So it's very different uh, for each individual, but it's more of a natural kind of connection that I feel. And it works through the senses in many different ways. Yeah, and you also do uh, with um, mindfulness. Yeah, one of the biggest things that uh, really, really changed my life was, you know, um, practicing mindfulness and trying to be very zen, trying to be in the moment, um, realizing that we are all in this together. And I almost have this kind of very Buddhist uh, viewpoint on life and. When I was very young, I, I suffered with depression and anxiety and I just completely, you know, suicidal thoughts, you name it. I, I experienced it and through really paring down my life, simplifying things, being more minimal and trying to focus on mindfulness really helped me to overcome some of my biggest struggles. And, and I still utilize that practice today. So how would you... Um what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is trying to go ahead and, and do the uh, mindfulness? You know, because our monkey brains want to keep on doing things when we're trying to silence them. So how would you help someone to, to get along and do that? Yeah, it's, it's always very, very personal. You know, some people are very visual. So I would say try to focus on one visual element, whether it's staring at a flower on your desk or, you know, watching a video, sometimes people can be very visual. So I would say focus on something that really allows you to stay focused. It allows you to clear your mind. And it could be anything, really. For some people, it's, you know, it's uh, watching a video. For some, it's walking in the park. For others, it's visiting a friend. I think that when it comes to practicing mindfulness, it's important to be consciously aware of absolutely everything around us, which can be a little frustrating. But if we try to focus our attention on certain elements around us in whatever environment we are in and try to breathe and try to be a part of this visual and this this kind of experience, um, I think that is what helped me the most is being consciously aware of my feelings, my thoughts, my words, everything. Um, and it really helped me to sort of find how to calm myself and how to become focused on everything in the present moment. Yeah, it's not easy um, quieting that mind, too. 
that's my my hard time uh, that I have to when I'm trying to meditate is my mind wants to keep on going in a million and one different directions. Yeah, it can be a bit of a challenge for sure, especially when you're meditating or if you're trying to meditate. I think one of the biggest uh, misconceptions about meditation is that we always have to force ourselves to sit in meditation. But what a lot of people have forgotten is that meditation and mindfulness can be the practice uh, in anything, really. Each and every day can be meditation, can be mindfulness. Uh, Making the bed could be mindfulness. Doing laundry could be meditative. I think that's the biggest uh, misconception about meditation and mindfulness is that we forget that every everything that we do, everything that we think can be a process of meditation or can be a practice of mindfulness. Well, I'll come up with some other questions. Um, just a minute. Let's go ahead and grab another call here. Okay. Bring on area code 631. You're on the air. Hi, this is Suzanne, and I had a dating question. Okay, excellent. Um, I went on a blind date yesterday, but then, I don't know, I just feel a little weird about them. I don't know, vibe. And then I have another date, another blind date, set, both set up through friends. On Friday, do you see anything good with either one of them? I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm really glad that you're trying to be optimistic. I I wanted to say the first thing that I feel, the the guy that you previously went on the date with, I feel that there is something going on in his mind. I feel like there's some kind of uh, previous relationship that he's had. There's there's a breakup. I'm feeling something very clouded. So I don't think that he's going to communicate with you very well or be very open with you. So there might be a big problem with that. What I do feel with this this new guy that you're going to meet pretty soon, on Friday, I feel a really good energy with this person. I feel he's very open, very kind, and I think I feel really good about this this new connection, this new blind date. So you're going to really enjoy this one. Yeah, that one's Friday. He hasn't called yet to confirm it. Yeah, and I shouldn't say it, but the guy, he just met me once, and he's already saying, oh, can I come over tomorrow? I'll make dinner and bring over wine. It's only a second date. I only met him once, and I, I just texted him. I said no. <laughs> Yeah, I feel that whatever this previous relationship problem that he has had, I don't think that he's quite moved on from that yet. So it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't completely like try to communicate with you, try to come over all the time, and then all of a sudden just stop. Because that's what I'm seeing from spirit is he almost just cuts off communication very randomly. So there's going to be a problem coming up pretty soon with him. So you don't think, like if I said to him, don't come over tomorrow and call him tomorrow morning, he might say, then forget it? Um, yes, I do feel like he's going to get pretty upset. Well, I'll say bye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like it's a good thing that you should get yourself into, to be honest. That's what I'm feeling from spirit. And I'm getting a lot of visuals of there being a lot of problems. So I don't think it's a good idea, to be honest. Now, the other man works a lot, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was feeling really good about him for some reason. And um, and even though that he works a lot, I do feel like he's going to be a very giving person. I'm, I'm sensing that he's going to be very, very uh, 
loving, very nurturing. He's obviously going to give you a lot of gifts. Like I really feel like this this person is going to be very, very giving. So where he does work a lot, I think you're going to be kind of enjoying that process of actually getting a lot of really nice things and having wonderful experiences. Okay, because I don't even know what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think his blonde hair, hazel eyes, and five foot nine. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I was gonna. I should have said that because I was literally seeing blonde hair. Um, so I'm gonna have to up my game with these calls. <laughs> yeah, he said that he looks like a surfer dude. Yeah, I, I was kind of feeling that to be honest, and I do think that he has a tattoo. I'm being drawn to a tattoo um, somewhere close to his left. His left arm, it kind of feels like it's a little high up on his left arm. But um, I am i am being told that not only does he work a lot, but he likes to travel. There's a lot of things that he likes to do. He's a very active person. But I keep yeah, literally seeing him. Yeah, I keep literally seeing him sliding his credit card over to pay for everything is what I'm hearing. That's what I'm kind of visually seeing. So there's going to be a lot of paying for things, taking you out. He's not going to let you pay for the date, the dinner. Like he's going to cover every bit of it. All right, yeah, and tomorrow's guy, I'll just say say la vie when, he, when I call him tomorrow. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea, to be honest. Okay, great. Well, I mean, well, I tried, but... Yeah, I understand. All right, well, thank you so much. You're very You're welcome. welcome. I hope you have a good day. Okay, well, thank you. Um, bye-bye. Bye-bye. So were you ever able to go ahead and read yourself? That's actually something a friend of mine, we were just discussing a couple of hours ago, and I was I was kind of teaching her a little bit about how to read tarot and how to read for yourself. And I told her that it's it's really complex sometimes to read for yourself because you can always consciously know when something is going to happen. Like you can just, you can just feel it, you can sense it, but... Oftentimes, performing an actual reading for yourself, I find to be very difficult. I feel like I influence the reading too much. So I try to listen to my intuition, but I don't try to do a formal reading. Yeah, that's that's the challenge of um, trying to read for ourselves. Yeah, it's the biggest challenge i found. Yeah, I just for me, I just go ahead and go with the flow and and just know if something's right or something's wrong and um, and you know don't even question it anymore. Yeah, I really feel like that's the best option. You know, just allowing yourself to to go along with the flow and and try not to to dismiss any information that you're getting and try not to you know force anything to happen, just to let it happen as it's going to. That's why I, I find it really hard to sit down and, you know, throw out a tarot spread or focus on a specific subject because I feel like I already know the answer to the situation in a way. I lost you there for a second. Oh, that's okay. Did you hear me? Uh, not at the very end. Okay. Yeah, I was when saying that um, I always try to... I always try to go along with the flow and instead of sitting down and having a formal reading, because usually I end up knowing or feeling what's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Occasionally I'll um, grab one of my decks and just pull a couple of cards and, 
you know, just to, to give you a confirmation of what's going on. Most definitely. I find that it's really soothing to do that for me. Mm-hmm. Do you have any particular deck that you like using more than uh, another? Yeah, I have I have uh, collected a lot of tarot decks over the over the years, and I've given a lot of them away. But I found that the most um, the most simple tarot deck for me to read is obviously the Rider Waite deck. But I also have a personal tarot deck that I use. And it's called the Druid Craft Tarot, and it's really intricate. A lot of beautiful earthy designs, and and the paintings are really beautiful. But I find myself always going to the Rider Waite deck. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones to, to use. I also have one from John Holland was, um, I think it was John Holland, uh, Psychic Tarot. Oh, very nice. I don't think I've checked that one out yet. Yeah, it's uh, interesting artwork and all. And I actually met him in uh, Tampa for um, Hay House. They were doing a, a convention in Tampa when I lived there and got to meet him and Doreen Virtue and um, saw his, his tarot deck. And I was like, okay, I have to have these. They're, felt drawn to them. Well, yeah, I guess if you felt drawn to it, it's a pretty good reason why. Yep. So, but yeah, it takes some adjusting, but yeah, the right of weight is usually my fallback too. Yeah, it's always mine as well. And I've, I've tried to, you know, be a part of different uh, tarot decks. I've tried Gothic Tarot uh, by Cat Black and I've tried all kinds of different ones that um, I can't really recall the authors to them, but I, I always find myself going back to the writer way. It's it's very timeless. It's very easy to read, and you can kind of see the narrative in in the tarot and and how the images kind of tell you the story very easily. So, uh, being a sure in Oklahoma, that's Bible Belt, isn't it? I think I lost you. Okay, that's all there. Lost Sean for a second. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I was going to say that okay. um, it's definitely the Bible Belt for sure. So um, how do you, um, how open is, are, are people around when you're out there doing the, uh, the, street, vend, uh, the street events? Well, surprisingly, because I live in Oklahoma City, I'm in I'm in more of the downtown area. There is there's quite a lot of open-minded people. I think there's a, a, a misconception, obviously, because Oklahoma is in the Bible Belt. Um, there's actually, if you go in the right areas, specifically the arts districts, you will find that there are so many open-minded people. And I was very surprised when I started participating in these kind of roadside readings that people took it so well and it was very shocking to me because there's occasional times when I do read for very very religious very Christian people and and they have readings on the daily they tell me so it's it's really quite shocking oh cool yeah it was um a rather interesting being in Tampa too you'd have some very open-minded people but then you'd have some who were rather closed-minded Oh yeah, I could see that. There's there's been a time or two when I've had, you know, some random people yell that I'm going to hell and and things like that. But usually, they just drive by and they yell it really quick, and I'm like, oh, what was that? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I like it. Um, sometimes I'll have the people do the same thing, and, and I'll tell them, it's like, well, if I'm going to hell, then I'll save a spot for you for the party. Exactly. I'll save you a seat. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, and I've, you know, I've had some people, uh, when I first started doing the shows, calling in and, and saying those things, too. And I'm like, well, if I'm going there, that's where the fun people are going. So. Exactly. We have parties. We have drinks. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's where all the fun people are going to be at. So let's go. We'll grab another call here. Yeah, of course. Bring in area code 347. You're on the air. Hello. Hi, how can we help you? Hi, uh, my name is Latima, and I'm calling because I have a question. I, want, I, I feel a bad energy. I have a bad touch feeling. Um, a very close friend of mine worked with my daughter at a daycare, and I feel like she has like a bad energy towards me. I just want to know, like, I, I want to know if she's thinking out on my child. Hi there. Sorry about that. My my sound kind of cut out a little bit. Would you mind repeating that for me? Um, I have a friend that works for my daughter in the daycare center, and I have a bad energy about her. I feel like she's on the way towards me, and I want to know if she's taking any bad energy out on my child. Uh, you know, I I am actually I am actually sensing that. There is a specific grab of the arm that I'm seeing um, on your mm-hmm. daughter. Does she have a bruise or anything? Um, no, I don't see any bruise. Okay, because I I do see that this person is getting a little rough with her, and I don't think that she is kind of aware of what's going on, but I but I do think that she is taking out some of that anger on your daughter a little bit. It doesn't look like it's anything mm-hmm. extreme. I'm just I'm just sensing her kind of pulling her around a little bit by the arm, um and, and not being so nice. Um, is she saying anything like negative? Like anything mean? Because um the way my that way my child is saying with her her daughter baby it's the way, like, you know, somebody would talk to a kid at a daycare center. And she's, like, lay down, and she's popping a uh, doll on a butt and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sensing, like, I hear anything that she's specifically saying, but I, I keep being drawn to this this kind of bruise or, or something on her arm, and I keep seeing that over and over again. So there, there is a little bit of something happening. It looks like it's a physical kind of thing. I'm not, I'm not hearing anything specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, another so question is, do you know why she has it? Do you feel why she has this like negative energy towards me? Because we were friends. Um, I I think I'm hearing something about jealousy. I think that there was uh, maybe a person that you were dating or someone that she that she liked at the time. But I'm sensing that she's upset and and jealous about a specific connection or friendship or something you had with a person very closely. I feel like she really envied that experience and envied you. And I, I hear a lot of aggression towards that. So it's like a person I was talking to that she may like it. Yeah. Okay. Is 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 it a guy I was talking to now? Because I'm actually talking to someone right now that live like kind of close by me and her. So 
Yeah, I think that's what I'm what I'm feeling is is ultimately the biggest problem, and and I think it has something to do with that for sure. Oh wow! And you know it's crazy because I felt it like something told me to get a reading today, like and just see because maybe because I'm an overthinker. Gosh, I want to get a reading because yeah. I always get readings. I yeah, always I really get readings. Like I just something. feel like a energy. Yeah, I feel like it's something that's been happening for a while, and I think it's it's kind of building up in in the back of your mind. But I think that it's, mm-hmm. it's a good idea that you called in today because I feel like it's going to get kind of worse and worse if you don't kind of nip it in the bud. Mhm. Do you see this like this been happening for a while since going into her? I do feel like it's been happening for a bit of time right now, um, and I feel like the the energy that I pick up from her is is very jealous, very envious, and I don't think that she's expressing that in a good way, and I don't think that it's something she's mentioned to you yet. Oh wow! Oh man. That's what I called today to find out. Thank you for letting me know. Like, it's, I feel like I got, like, a big relief off my chest. <sighs> yeah, I feel like you can, yeah, you do don't have to more because I feel that we've we found the solution to this problem for sure. <laughs> hmm Wow. That's crazy. And this is someone, like, I consider a friend. Like, she's been around me outside of the job. And it's just so scary how, you know, someone so close to you could do something like that's your baby. Yeah, so it's just like, understand. I'm ready, like, right now I'm getting, like, very, very, like, shaky because it's, like, it's so scary how someone so close to you can do that. And, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's so scary. Yeah, I completely so, understand. You know, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm glad I felt the energy and I picked up on it and I gave you a call and let me know everything. Yeah, because I feel like you're very intuitive and I, I think that your intuition has, has been a part of you since you were young. So I think that you have a lot of dreams and you feel you feel things before they happen. So I'm gonna I'm gonna advise you to keep trusting your intuition and not second guess yourself or overthink. Yeah. Whew. I always feel it before it happens. Um, and yeah, thank you so I do much. feel a lot of intuition with you, and and I think it's mm-hmm. it's always something that you're going to notice and you're going to feel. So keep paying attention to it. Mhm. Wow. Is there anything else you have to like let me know that you feel? No. Um, I do. I do see her. I do see something happening pretty soon that's going to make her stop doing this. So I I feel like she's going to be either moving or quitting the job that both of you kind of share. So there is going to be Uh some kind of distance, some kind of disconnect that she is going to experience uh, later next week, I feel. Okay. Because I'm actually thinking about taking her out because um, the room she's in is only for that her age. So I can't move her to a different classroom unless she's like two or three. I would have to wait. So I went with some oh, okay. time with this. If this is happening, yeah. So I'm thinking about changing her school. Yeah, I would, I would like say right that away. do that before it gets worse, yeah. Yeah. 
because That's I keep seeing that go. bruise on her arm, and I keep seeing her arm really hurt. So I think things are going to get pretty extreme if if we don't take care of it. Is it like on the left arm you're seeing it, on the right arm? Um, I keep seeing it as I think being on the right arm is what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing nothing on the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah and, and it could it's be crazy. something that hasn't happened yet as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much. For You're welcome. Well, I hope you take care of this. You too. So before we go ahead and take another call, um, how can everyone reach you? Well, since I'm not on social media, um, everybody can visit my website. It's seanp.tk. That's S-H-A-W-N, the letter P.T.K. So that's where you can find me. Cool. Yeah, I found it interesting when um, when I read over your website. It's very um, informative. And um, what does the TK stand for at the end? Well, actually, I try to keep things pretty minimal in my life, pretty simple. And the TK is actually a free domain service that you can make your own domain and you don't have to worry about, you know, excessively paying for the domain and things like that. So it keeps it free for everybody to use. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was one of the domains I'd never seen before. I was like, hmm, I wonder what that is, so. Yeah, I like it. It's really unique, and I don't have to. I don't have to pay for it. So <laughs> that's even better. It sure is. Yeah, right now it's. I've got so many different domain names. I said, well, you know, I might as well go ahead and open up my own hosting company. So I went ahead and <laughs> yeah, did that as I well. Used to, I used to have that that problem. I you know would. Um, make several different websites and I just wouldn't like it. And I went through so many domains that I thought, you know, it's time to not only apply this, this mindfulness practice to life, but to how I represent myself as, as a professional, you know, I, so I try to really put everything into really user-friendly kind of categories and, and make it really simple to use. Not missing much from not being on social media either. So, yeah, that's true. I think that was one of my my biggest um, problems when I when I had a lot of issues with depression and anxiety is I kind of I kind of consumed myself in social media and I read a lot of psycho, uh, psychology reports on how it really makes things worse in your life if you don't really manage it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I can definitely consume your time and and everything else. Yeah, it really makes you very depressed and almost puts you in this very like time lapse sort of feeling like hours and hours go by and you're just scrolling through things and you're trying to compare yourself to the images that you see of other people and it can make you have very low self-esteem. So it can be a dark place if you don't manage it well. Yeah, and uh, with all the news that's going on too, it can be very, um, very lonely and depressing uh, with everything that you see when you're on uh, social media. Yeah, that's something that I really had a problem with whenever I was really a part of social media is when you're constantly scrolling through different 
images and different uh, posts that people make. You know, one post makes you feel happy. The other post makes you feel sad. The other one makes you feel angry. It's almost like the body is being put through this sort of torturing system, you know, just making you feel so many emotions all at once. It really causes a lot of stress on your body. Yeah, and unfortunately for um, for us here in Costa Rica, because our Spanish isn't that great, so we really don't watch the news, but this is how we get um, a lot of our news is on social media, and it can be um, challenging sometimes. Yeah, definitely. I, I always try to remind people that you can you can still be a part of social media if you choose to, and you can really try to manage your time really well so that it doesn't become a negative thing, but becomes a positive. All right. Let's go ahead and keep a positive note here and uh, thoughts, and let's go ahead and grab another call. Okay. And we're using social media right now, so... Go on, area code 707. How can we help you? Hi, Michael. Hi, Sean. Hi there. Hi. I'd like to see if you, what you see coming up for the month of August, either in work or relationship. Okay, for, for August for you, I actually see uh, two things happening. I do see some kind of of change with your with your career, I do see some kind of shift. I feel like this shift is going to be a little bit challenging because I feel like you're actually going to to take a step down from the current position you're at, but then you're going to quickly redirect to a different position. And that that may sound kind of confusing, but how I'm seeing it is there's there's a shift that's going to happen with your job, and at first it doesn't seem like it's going to be successful, but then it quickly uh, you come to realize it's going to be very successful and very beneficial. But I actually do feel love entering this kind of question in that uh, in that time frame as well. And there's going to be some kind of uh, I'm hearing a romantic date or some kind of celebration with your your relationship. So I feel like if you're not in a relationship, you're going to be meeting someone in this time. And if you are in a relationship. Um, then there's some kind of celebration, but I, I keep seeing celebration in August for some reason, really strongly. Okay, with a romantic partner. Yes, definitely. Okay, because I'm not in a relationship right now, and so far as work goes, I'm not working at the moment, but I'm thinking about getting back into it in my field. So that was the question there. Okay, that kind of makes a little bit of sense now because. I was seeing that there was a constant shift is what spirit was showing me. So I think that makes sense with the shift of you trying to really put yourself out there again. And I feel like your, your jobs in the past, there was a lot of, there was a lot of breaks. I'm, I'm being shown a lot of uh, muddiness. So I think things really was kind of tough for you in the job area. So this is a good sign. How I'm reading it is you are going to be having a new opportunity then for, for work, probably a lot sooner than August, but I'm feeling August is when it's going to really happen because there's two two signs of celebration that I keep seeing, one for love and one for work. So that's kind of good. Oh, right. And that's in August? Both are in August? That's what I feel. Oh, okay. Do you see how this meeting will come about with the gentleman? 
Yes. Um, I, I actually feel, um, I feel like one of your close friends is going to introduce you to this person. I hear, I hear one of your close friends saying, I, I know this guy and I just want you to meet him. I want you to talk to him. So I do feel like it's going to be a mutual friend that, that introduces the both of you. Okay. And will it be a long-term relationship? I do, I do feel that, that that's what's happening with this. I think when the first, first couple of uh, weeks start to develop in the relationship and the connection, there is going to be a lot of passion, a lot of desire, a lot of, a lot of uh, love between both of you sort of instantly. And I do think things kind of slow down a little bit, but they do pick right back up and it becomes a very stable, very long-term relationship. Oh, great. Now, so far as the job goes, I was looking at a job, but I was hesitant about applying for because it's full-time, and I really wanted something that was part-time because I, I value time more than I do money right now. So, But it looks like, do you see a part-time, or is it actually going to be a full-time? I really like the, the attitude of, wanting to be a part of life more than, than money. So I really like that. And I feel I feel really strongly that this is going to be a, a part-time position. And it makes sense that, that I kept seeing all these changes and all these shifts because I really feel like it's been quite tricky for you to find what is going to fit exactly into the lifestyle that you want. But I do feel like that position is going to be entering your life in that time, and it's going to really give you the opportunity to to have that kind of freedom, but also be able to work as well. So, do you see how I will connect to it? Um, it looks like I I am seeing a newspaper article or some kind of article posted online, and I'm seeing someone circling this this listing. So it looks like it's a listing that you that you contact, um, and I think it happens through that way. Okay, because the hardest thing to find is in my field is part-time. Most of the jobs are, that I've run across so far are full-time. It's like, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been challenging, hasn't it? Yes, it has. And before, I was a traveler, so I would just travel to different assignments. But I'm at a place now where, no, I think I just want to do a part-time where I can manage the time and kind of do a balance. Yeah, and I feel like part-time works better for you anyway because you don't want to be consumed with work. It makes you too stressed. You you, know, you, you want to actually experience life and not just work 60, 70 hours right. a week, you know. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing that possibly before August? Yeah, I feel like the opportunity is going to happen um, kind of right at the, the beginning of August. It almost seems like it's it's right at the very first week of August. And I will find it. Will they contact me or will I have to find it? I feel like you'll have to search for this one. Okay. Well, as long as I find it, I guess it's okay. Yeah, I think you sure will. Oh, okay. Well, this sounds really great. I would say keep looking at articles, keep looking at things that are posted. So, you know, it it could be a Craigslist situation or it could be, uh, you know, on jobs.com or something. But I literally see this this old newspaper and someone's like circling it with with blue ink. So it almost feels like it could be 
through, you know, finding it through a way that doesn't seem um, like it would be your typical way of searching. Hmm. Okay. Wow. And one last question told that this gentleman that I'm going to meet uh, is wealthy. Are you seeing that as well? Yeah, I, I do feel that. I do feel that. Okay. That would be great as well. And he's he's willing to share, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else? Well, that's probably enough right there. I'm going to be really busy, I guess, in August. Yeah, I feel like you're going to be very busy in August, especially this, this celebration that I keep seeing happening for you, and it keeps replaying over and over in my mind. So I think August in general is going to be a big time for events and celebrations, maybe even birthdays in your family. But there's quite a lot of activities going on in August. Celebrations that's going to be going on with that. Okay, that makes sense because I kept seeing a lot of parties, a lot of events happening, a lot of people around you. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that guy around me as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be the great. cherry on well, top. Thank- yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so very much, and I'll keep you posted as to how it comes about. You're welcome. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Oh, it's me. I'm still here. Oh, okay. That's very strange. (laughs) It it is. I'm thinking, well, is there anything else you'd like to share? (laughs) I think we might might have a technical problem. (laughs) Yes. Well, while we're waiting on the technical difficulties to correct yourself, can you give me an approximate estimate when the guy's coming in? Um, I really do feel that the the 26th of August is is, uh, showing itself to me quite strongly. Okay. So I keep seeing 26. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Michael, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure what's happening. If I hang up, maybe he can call back in, perhaps. Yeah, I think that uh, that might be what we have to do. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so very much. I appreciate everything. You're very welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. 